Every tribe in these parts knows about the get-together of all the trappers and the fur traders. A lot of the tribes send groups to the rendezvous to trade, sell their women and such. And the Utes won't follow us there? No, for two very important reasons. First, they'd be shot on sight. Second, we'll be passing through the Green River country and no Ute in his right mind wants to go there. Nate saw the five Utes disappear behind a cluster of trees. Why not? Because the Blackfeet roam that area. That name sparked another memory. Nate glanced at his companion. Uncle Zeke told me that the Blackfeet are one tribe I should avoid at all costs. And Zeke spoke the truth, as always, The damn Blackfeet are the most warlike tribe west of the Mississippi. They fight everyone. Even the other tribes think they're war crazy, and that says a lot because most tribes like going to war. They do? Sure. Why, there's hardly three tribes in the whole Indian country that are friendly to one another, except for the Cheyennes and the Arapahoes. They just can't get along. And the Blackfeet are the most feared of the lot. Have you ever run into them? Nate inquired. A few times. What happened? Let me put it this way. The Blackfoot warrior who hangs my scalp in his lodge will be the envy of the tribe. Aligning his hawk in across his thighs, Nate surveyed the mountain slope. I don't see the Utes. We can keep going, Shakespeare said and rode onward. I want to cover as much ground as we can today. Nate followed. How long will it take us to reach Bear Lake? About a week, if we're lucky, and push it. The rendezvous will be in full swing when we get there. I'm taking the shortest route I know of. If we'd had the time to spare, I would have gone up the Sweetwater Valley and then over the divided South Pass. It's a lot easier that way, but we'd miss almost all of the rendezvous, Shakespeare detailed. Nate glanced over his right shoulder at the rim of snow-covered peaks behind them to the east. What was the name of that pass we used? It doesn't have a name. Not many folks know it exists. The Indians do, of course. You and me, and Zeke did. The mention of his uncle brought a frown to Nate's face, and he stared glumly at the terrain, thinking of the man who had lured him to the west under false pretenses the man he had grown to care for as much as he did his own father. By all rights, he should despise Zeke for the dirty trick he had played on him, but he couldn't bring himself to feel angry, not when the six weeks or so he had spent in Zeke's company had been the six happiest weeks of his entire life. Nate shook his head in disbelief. Had it only been about three months ago that he had departed New York City in response to the letter sent by Ezekiel? The time seemed longer, much, much longer. So much had happened. He'd nearly been robbed and killed. He'd crossed the prairie in company with his uncle, surviving encounters with cutthroats, a grizzly bear, and a war party of Kiowas. He'd made it all the way to the uncharted vastness of the Rocky Mountains, to his uncle's cabin high up in the rugged wilderness, only to see his uncle slain at the hands of an avenging Kiowa warrior. All that, and for what? For a treasure that never existed, 
at least not in the way he had anticipated. Zeke's letter had hinted at great riches. His uncle had extended an invitation to meet him in St. Louis and promised to share the greatest treasure in the world. Believing that Zeke had found gold or made a fortune in the fur trade, hoping to use his share of the wealth to woo his beloved Adeline Van Buren, Nate had decided to take Zeke up on the offer. How was he to know the offer had been a sham? Nate sighed and watched a squirrel scamper from branch to branch in a nearby tree. He'd traveled almost a thousand miles to St. Louis and met his uncle, only to have Zeke inform him that he must venture all the way to the Rocky Mountains if he wanted to see Zeke's treasure. The prospect of being away from Adeline for a year had troubled Nate immensely, but he had justified going with Zeke on the pretext.